Hi, this is Brian Landau, and you're listening to The Drip, a podcast about how to caffeinate your campaigns. Today, I'm joined by Erica Chapel. Erica is the managing editor of content at ClickUp. In this episode, we talk about email marketing flows, promotional offers in SaaS, and best practices around SEO. If you're like me, ClickUp has caught your attention with its messaging. There are big billboards that declare ClickUp as the one app to replace them all. It's big and cheeky, and as I wait too long for my Uber, I'm sort of hoping that ClickUp can replace that app as well. ClickUp's product scope is ambitious. As you'll hear Erica say, there are 15 products being developed simultaneously. It's a big, big story to tell, and intersecting the content with the right buyer is both art and science. ClickUp's content is excellent, and they have a really robust library of resources. The role that audio plays in telling these brand stories is emerging, but it's happening now. Audio allows for a very human, on-demand way to communicate that story. And through very light production, the audio has a very consistent brand voice. It also scales subject matter experts in a really impactful and meaningful way, which for a product that has a big scope means that there are many individuals from within the company that should be heard from. Podcasts are increasingly an owned content strategy. Yes, you'll listen on channels like Apple and Spotify, but more and more, company audio content will live on the channels that move the needle for your business. Venly is an audio platform for business, and we believe that your audio content should live where you do business. With Venly, you can seamlessly and securely share audio content to channels like your blog, LinkedIn, Comparably, Stack Overflow, Medium, and Reddit. It's not a machine gun approach. Some content will drive sales, and other might drive employer brand. What are the channels that activate those uses? With Venly, you share your content where it matters the most, all with custom branded players, enterprise-grade security, and robust listener insights. Are you interested in how audio might play a role in your editorial mix? Email me directly at brian at venly.co. That's brian, B-R-I-A-N, at venly, V-E-N-N-L-Y, dot C-O. And now, the awesome Erica Chapel. Hi, Erica. Hello, Brian. Nice to chat with you. Erica is ClickUp's managing editor and professional beach bum. She spends her days building email campaigns, scaling blog efforts, optimizing landing pages, and more. She oversees the writing, development, and design teams to craft the content that makes ClickUp's organic engine go when she's not helping people increase their productivity so they can save more time to do more of what they love. She can be found reading, surfing, or planning her next backpacking trip. Erica, thanks again for being with me. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to chat today. So for those that aren't familiar, what is ClickUp? ClickUp is, in plain terms, a project management software. Uh, We call ourselves a productivity software. And really the intent of ClickUp is to bring all your separate ecosystems together into one. Our uh, slogan is one app to replace them all. And some people think that we're actually trying to replace every single app in the world, which we know isn't possible. But we are building like 15 different products at once, whether that's docs or email or tasks. Um, but we know at the end of the day, we can't replace everything. So we integrate really well with the things that we can't replace. And then that way people can work in one place and not have to worry about all the different silos that happen when you have multiple softwares. As editorial director, a big part of your job isn't just developing channel strategies, but also thinking about how the channels play off of each other. For example, email marketing that leads to engagement on the blog. What's the order of operations for you when thinking about where to start with a single piece of content and how do all these pieces need to fit together for a coherent strategy? The honest answer to that is based on bandwidth. 
<laughs> I wish it was some super intricate thing, but it's it's really based on bandwidth. And then off of that is, okay, what is the CTA? What is ultimately the action that we're trying to get someone to take from this content? And then weaving that web together. So for example, we recently announced our Series C, which was super exciting news for us at the company. And we decided to announce that through a blog post for bandwidth reasons. It's very quick for us to get that up. Um, and then the CTA on there was to contact sales. The way we drove people to that was through a banner on the website. But then with email marketing, we segmented out by our inactive users, by our active users, and use different email campaigns based on the intent that those users likely have. Um, and so it was slightly different, the emails that they received, but ultimately it was driving them to that blog content to get them to take that action. And so the emails was kind of the different way that we get people there. We're going to spend some time talking about email in just a little bit, but I want to start with blogging. Someone can spend the rest of their life reading best practices about how to get the most out of your corporate blog. What have you found to be the most impactful pieces of content on ClickUp's blog? And if you could give me one piece of advice on where to start on my own company blog, what would that be? Yeah. So if you're not prioritizing SEO, prioritize it. <laughs> There's a reason that people in search engine optimization exist because Google's changing every single day what they care about and having someone up to date on that, whether that's yourself, if you're a one man woman show or on a team, having someone dedicated to staying up to date with SEO best practices has allowed us. So when we know we know what people are searching for, we can optimize our blogs for those keywords. Going off of that, advice that I would give people is to prioritize quality as well as quantity because you can write 50 blogs for Agile, for example. And this is a true story with what we did. We busted out 50 blogs with different Agile keyword variations. And I want to say we ranked for about five of them. And so it was a lot of wasted time because we didn't slow down and prioritize the quality. And we could have done half the amount of blogs and ranked for likely all of them if we would have slowed down and done a lot of research and sourced from experts in the industry because there's, there's not a way that you're an expert on everything, but Google cares about who's authoring those posts that you produce. And so if you're able to pull a quote from someone or to have them even review your work and, and say that it was reviewed by so-and-so, Google will pick that up and bump you up because it, it knows that you took the time to slow down and to really find the most accurate answer for the query that someone was searching. With email marketing, there are onboarding campaigns, there are upsell campaigns, there are general awareness efforts. Do you think about these different campaigns separately or are they connected together in a, a broader strategy? Where are you finding the most engagement? They're definitely connected and it's very complicated web, uh, but to break it down a little bit, it's like, okay, if I'm trying to upsell someone, ultimately I want them to stay in whatever I upsold or to upsell again. So how am I going to nurture them and keep them there? And that goes kind of back to those onboarding campaigns or nurturing campaigns. So when someone first signs up for ClickUp, what is the content that they're receiving? And we split test this a lot because we have a lot of resources. We have our help docs, we have webinars. We're building out um, a university, a ClickUp university right now. We have coaching. 
So we've done it in the past where we've thrown everything at them and it's information overload for people. And we've gotten feedback that our, our platform is difficult to learn, even though we have all these resources available because we're giving them to people all at once. So rather than them biting off more than they can chew, uh, testing what works well. And testing is so important, not only in email, but everywhere, but especially in email, because you can link to so many different pieces of content. You can provide a lot of answers. And so what are you giving to them first? Testing that against other options and then going down the line. And then when you upsell, what are you offering them? How are you, how are you differentiating? Okay, they just upgraded to a different plan. Why is this one better and what's different than the other plan? And the most engagement that we find actually is with our demos. So we have coaching. People can, this is a, a test that we're running right now. And no matter what we've tried, the demos always outwin the coaching. And I think because of the convenience of like, I could watch this at 11 at night rather than hopping on a coaching call where you really have to, to schedule that. So just to be totally sure, when you talk about demo, someone will receive an email and the call to action is book a demo or is it there's a call to action in the email, I click on it and I can just be taken to a landing page to see what that specific demo is for that feature. Yeah, you're taken to a landing page of previously recorded demos. We also offer like, live webinars and you can see that schedule as well on the same page just thinking this through in real time right if i'm receiving an email from a company that i don't mm -hmm. work for that's an on-demand experience for me and so there's logic that if i'm going to continue to engage with that company and their promotional content that too would happen in an on-demand fashion there seems to be a linear thread there i'd be curious to understand whether or not that's actually true but that as an assumption seems to make some sense yeah, absolutely. That's a great way to put that. I hadn't thought of it in that context, but you're totally right in that the form and fashion of email is on demand. So it only makes sense that the content that we're providing that's performing is on demand as well. So I'll get you out on this question. Promotional emails are a tactic of yours, and these are pretty rare in B2B SaaS. Do you connect the promotions to an editorial calendar, for example, 20% off Cyber Monday? Are there best practices that you've developed in using promotional emails? Any lessons learned? Yeah, there's a lot to unpack with that. So we definitely do our promotionals on a holiday cadence, the majority of the, those promotions. Uh, we also determine like at the beginning of the month based on what the sales quota is, how we're tracking with the other forms of revenue that we're measuring. If we all ultimately need to run more than one promo in the month and where that fits in but it is connected to the overall holiday calendar. And then best practices that I've seen in doing this for a few years now is obviously urgency. You want people to think that they only have a short amount of time to, to claim this. Nine times out of 10, we'll extend it in order to, to get people to convert more. But it's like, hey, you have 24 hours or 72 hours to claim this offer. And then the next is ensuring you're not targeting people who are in active deals. We've had that happen in the past where someone who is in an active deal and would have purchased, made a larger purchase, received the promotional email and is like, hey, they're offering me 20% for the unlimited plan. I'm going to go with this. And then sales loses the deal. So you definitely have to be communicating, making sure you're excluding those people. Obviously, there are a few, there's few people that sneak in or someone forwards the email to them and they see it, but nine times out of 10 wanting to, to try and get those people out. 
and then cross-promoting with Pendo, which is our in-app messaging. So if someone doesn't see the email, because if it, if it hits promo or they don't check their email in the amount of time, if they log into the platform, they also see the promotion going on. And so there's more than one way for them to access it. One thing that we're wanting to test ultimately is push notifications and text. It's not something we're utilizing at the moment, but just making sure all messaging is cohesive. And so if email is not the way, there are other ways to do it. I'm joined today by Erica. Erica is ClickUp's managing editor and I'm told professional beach mom. Erica, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom today. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Brian. It was great having this conversation.